0: Hi, I'm Patti Scalzo, and I'd like to welcome you to this broadcast of Shiar Jashub. Shiar Jashub is a Bible teaching program brought to you by the Church Fellowship of Shiar Jashub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut. My husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, is continuing the series on Heavenly Authority. And today we rejoin the sermon from the Book of Judges, Chapter 18. Last time, Pastor discussed the idolatrous Ephraimite Micah and his spurious Levite priest. Then he examined the background and calling of the tribe of Dan, a tribe which is about to cross Micah's path. We saw that Dan's God-ordained portion of the promised land was a prime central location in Israel, but the Danite tribe was experiencing difficulty securing this inheritance. Now, let's rejoin the Sunday Sermon.
1: Certainly with the Amorites pressing them up the hills and the Philistines at their borders, the tribe of Dan didn't have it easy. And sometimes the way to the place that God calls us to, the life he wants for us, especially if it's a special place, especially if it's a prime position that he wants us to, the way to it may not be easy. There could be many enemies trying to stop us. The devil may send many demons against us. The circumstances may make victory seem impossible. We might be huddled up in the hill country, afraid to come down and assume our rightful place as the tribe of Dan. How should we react? If the way is hard, if that which God wants us to do is difficult, but the results can be very rewarding because it's a prime place he has for us, what should we do? How should we react to it? How did Dan react to this seventh lot that was given to them? Let's see the road which many of the Danites chose you go back to chapter 18 in Judges, remember we read, in those days the tribe of the Danites was seeking an inheritance for itself to dwell in, for until that day their inheritance among the tribes of Israel had not fallen to them. They had not had success. They're seeking an inheritance. They don't have what God wants them to have. The authority position meant for them. So what are they doing? They're seeking another. Maybe an easier one which they can grasp. They're giving up on the battle in which they failed for the most part because of their sins. We've seen how the people go astray. When they go astray, they cannot receive victory. Dan is in an area that requires great victory because Dan has strong enemies. But Dan is weak because of sin. So, what's the easy road? Let's not do what God wants us to do. Let's find an easier place. Let's seek out an inheritance that God has not allotted to us. An easier way. Verse 2. So the children of Dan sent five men of their family from their territory, men of valor, or maybe better, literally, men of strength, men of force, from Zorah, and Eshterol to spy out the land and search it. They said to them, Go, search the land. So they went to the mountains of Ephraim, they go north, to the house of Micah. So now we have the tying up of these Danite spies with Micah. And they lodged there. So for whatever you say about Micah, and we know Micah has tremendous problems, he allows these Danites the lodge, to stay overnight at his home. And we'll see how they reward him later. While they were at the house of Micah, they recognized the voice of the young Levite. Now he's a young Levite, but they recognized him. And said to him, who brought you here? What are you doing in this place? What do you have here? They're a little surprised that this young Levite is at Micah's house. There's a recognition of him, and we'll see why in a few moments. Now, when they set out from Zorah and Eshtoel, you should remember that Eshtoel, again, is in the lowlands of what will be Judah. That's where Samson began to feel the spirit of the Lord. That's where Samson was buried. And one more thing we should say in background to this. Samson should have been an example to them of the pitfalls of sin but not only that of the miraculous power of God of what God can do when things seem impossible that one man can conquer so many men so what could they do in God's power to take their territory now we're not quite sure if this is after Samson it comes sequentially after the account of Samson in the book of Judges it could possibly have been before But if it is after, they're not learning the example of Samson, that there's power in the Lord, there's strength in his spirit. They forget that the way you overcome the enemy is through the power of the Holy Spirit. And the way we overcome the enemy when situations look bleak is by the power of the Holy Spirit. They become desperate. And desperation leads to sin. When we become depressed when we don't see the victory, when we don't see the Amorites and the Philistines moving back and that which God wants us to have coming forth, we become desperate, there's despair, and despair leads to sin, and sin leads them to seek an inheritance someplace else. And where do they wind up? They wind up in Micah's house. And the sin is going to multiply. Now they find this Levite, they recognize him and they're surprised he's there and he's going to also be central to what's going to happen to this tribe of Dan. Who brought you here? What are you doing in this place? What do you have here? Verse 4, he said to them, the Levites said to them, thus and so Micah did for me. He has hired me and I have become his priest. So he explains his circumstance to the Danites. He has hired me, and I have become his priest. And remember we said, while the Bible makes it clear that it is right for God's servants to be supported in their work for the Lord, they never they never should be the hired hands of men. Now, this is obviously not a legitimate circumstance here, right? This is an idolatrous shrine, a Levite acting as a priest, which he should not, before idols and and molded images. But even if it was legitimate, no servant of God should be as a hired man. He hired me, and I have become his priest. And sometimes, as we said last time, religion can degrade into that, where the servants of the Lord become hired help, saying those things that the people want to hear because they receive their pay from the people. And that's not the way the Lord wants it. Verse 5, So they said to him, Please inquire of God, that we may know whether the journey on which we go will be prosperous. So they were also seeking guidance. And their attitude is, we have a Levite here. And maybe because they recognize him, there's something special, a special Levite. Notice they're not going to Shiloh, right? They're not going to the tabernacle. They're not going up. This is a major decision for a major portion of the tribe of Dan. They're not going up to the tabernacle, seeking the priests, the high priests, with the Urim and the Thummim. Rather, they're seeking counsel from this young Levite he's neither a high priest nor is he a true prophet so when we need guidance we should be very careful who we seek guidance from there are some people they'll if someone gives them a word and they say oh the lord says do this do that they automatically accept it without testing it without saying where is it coming from does it agree with scriptures does this person have the authority and lord You know, that person can be a vessel you use, but you have to speak to my heart. The Danites know from history, from Moses, from Joshua, where they're supposed to be. And still, they want to hear something else. They want to know whether they'll be prosperous, seeking out a different land. And they turn to this Levite for their guidance. And what do you think he says to them? Verse 6, the priest said to them, Go in peace, the presence of of the Lord be with you on your way. Or literally, the Lord is before the way in which you go. The NIV says, your journey has the Lord's approval. Now, do you think, given the fact that he's ministering before idols, idols made for Yahweh, which God didn't want, and idols to other gods, that he's really heard from the Lord? Isn't he just telling them what they want to hear? The way he's told micah what micah wants to hear go in peace this is a it's a good thing the presence of god is with you and so now they have the stamp of approval they believe of the lord to do this thing outside of god's will so the five men departed and went to laish laish is also called lashem and other places in the bible to laish They saw the people who were there. Now listen about the people that were there. How they dwelt safely in the manner of the Sidonians, quiet and secure. There were no rulers in the land who might put them to shame for anything. Now some of your translations may have that that sentence a little different. They were far from the Sidonians and they had no ties with anyone. So they're living, they're dwelling in safety. The NIV says they're living in safety, unsuspecting, and secure. They're dwelling in safety. In the manner of the Sidonians, they have no rulers. There's no fearful or subduing authority over that area. We'll see later on that the area is technically under the control of the Arameans or the Syrians. But at this point, they're not controlled by them. They're far away from the Sidonians. And they have no strong ruling authority over them. They're in freedom. They're in freedom. They're in peace. They're quiet. They're in security. They're an isolated city far from anyone. Now, the Danites are unable to conquer their allotted land. So they go up to Laish... And Laish is all the way up at the northernmost part, not central, but at the northernmost part of Israel. Matter of fact, they'll probably be one of the first areas later on when the Assyrians come down and conquer, that will be conquered because they put themselves all the way up north at the very border of the Promised Land.
0: The Fellowship of Sheer Jeshub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut is dedicated to sending forth the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ and witnessing his salvation message to a generation at risk. And it would be encouraging to hear from our listeners. All correspondence should be mailed to Shiar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle Post Office Box 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 also, let me invite you to our Sunday service. Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets at 10 a.m. at the Madison Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take Exit 61 off I-95. Go south to Route 1. Turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jeshub.